Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 532. And ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Well, it's going to be, and I will tell you in just one second, uh, cloudy today with a high of 29. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 27. It's 16 in downtown Springfield. Oh, Lord, that's cold. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's pretty cold. Oh, what a show today. You're going to find this hard to believe. Uh, There's a comedy club in Westfield now. Shut the front door. Seriously. Really? For 20 bucks, you can watch a comedy show and have a dinner. I had no idea this was even happening. Yeah, well, uh, comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us later on today to talk about it. Have we ever had him in here before? I vaguely remember yeah, him here. Yeah, It happens so rarely. But, uh, yeah, he'll be joining us uh, later on. Also, little guy. Looks like Barney Rubble a little bit. Right? Yes. Yeah. Except without ankles for ears. <laughs> uh, code word Alexa. We'll announce the next code word oh, around yeah. 7.50 this morning. We also have tickets to the auto parts swap and sell of the Big E. How does that sound for a full show? We'll be just fine. I'm not worried about it, Steve. Not today. Not ever. I'm never worried about it. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. To Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 in Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly cloudy today with a high of 29. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 27. It is 16 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Hey, buddy. Maybe we can go get some exercise in today. You're starting off with a Pauly Shore story? Well, Pauly Shore will star in a biopic or biopic. I can't remember which one we decided that was. Biopic. About Richard Simmons. But Richard isn't involved with or interested in the project. He just says, I just try to live a life, a quiet life, uh, and be peaceful. Can I just say, and I think people are going to think I'm crazy for saying this, he's the perfect guy for that role. You know, I saw the teaser trailer, and he looks exactly like Richard Simmons. Of like, course he does. Like, it's, it's uncanny uh, how much he looks like him. Uh, Paulie also stars in a short film about Richard called The Court Jester. It is not related to the movie, but this that was kind of like a stepping stone, I guess, uh, for this thing. But the, the wow, he's, he's perfect. He hey, you know what? Hey, did anyone think that the Brendan Fraser would be anything? And when they saw Encino Man, no, no, no. And then he was a fat guy who died on his couch. And what is probably the most depressing movie I've ever seen? True. That was pretty depressing. But no one thought he'd be, uh, he had those kinds of acting chops. And I'm telling you, Pauly Shore's got an, a lot of talent that has never been exposed to the public. Uh, you may have seen on the worldwide web of misinformation that Kanye West got all his teeth pulled and replaced uh, with an $850,000 set of titanium dentures. But it's not entirely true. Kanye still has all of his teeth, but apparently he did get a set of grills made of titanium and other precious metals. According to Complex Magazine, they've, uh, or they're fixed prostodontics, meaning that they're attached to his teeth. Kanye so he can't it, remove them? I guess not. Ew. That sounds very uncomfortable. It sounds um, not particularly hygienic either. 
It also sounds like a giant waste of money, but I guess if you have $850,000 to just throw away like that, I guess it's, you know, that's like chump chains, you know? I suppose. Uh, but yeah, uh, he posted the picture on his Instagram story and compared himself to the James Bond character Jaws, who had metal teeth. Mm. I'm just like Jaws. Look at me. I'm like a shark. Yeah, I totally see the connection. Or is Jaws? Wait, what was Jaws in the James Bond movies? I never. Um, was, wasn't a shark. Oh, no, no, no. It's a character. I think yeah. it was played by actor. Uh, the Richard Keel. Anyway, he was like a. Uh, I think he was like kind of like the guy, very similar to like Lurch. Yeah. In uh, in the Adams family. Gotcha. <clears throat> Lurch. Lurch. Uh, if you're not a fan of what director Zack Snyder did with the DC Extended Universe, just consider yourself lucky that he didn't get everything that he wanted. Sources say that around 10 years ago, he developed a storyline where Batman gets Lois Lane pregnant. Then Batman dies and Lois raises the child with Superman. Warner Brothers and DC both shut down the idea, with one exec calling it super creepy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you don't think Lois likes the bat wings every once in a while? I'm sure she does. Uh, Schneider directed Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League before parting ways with DC. That was the uh, the family guy where Superman goes over to Lois Lane's house and realizes, he, with his x-ray vision, realizes she's pregnant from the night before and then says, uh, I'm sorry, I got a thing I got to attend to, and then he just leaves. <laughs> just, I got to get some cigarettes, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. A Chuck E. Cheese game show is in the works where duos of big kids, you know, people over the age of 18, can compete in supersized arcade games. These games will include pinball, air hockey, alley roller, and the human claw. The pair who earns the most tickets will get to, to exchange them for prizes off a massive version of the Chuck E. Cheese prize wall. Will they be able to jump into a giant pool of balls? No, I'm just wondering if there are parents. Uh, there, the parents of these people will get completely drunk and start a fist fight in the audience, just like they do at a regular Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's still pretty early <laughs> Those on. Those are my kids' tickets. There's no word yet on a network or premiere date. There's also no word if the show has already been cast. It's being done by the same guys behind shows like Top Chef and Nailed It. I haven't seen Nailed It, have you? No, I haven't. Uh, well, it seems like Tupac Shakur has released as many albums since his death as Taylor Swift has had over the last few years. But unlike Taylor, at least Tupac uh, keeps coming out with new stuff. Anyway, there might be even more new Tupac music on the way. Although the news comes from comedian Cat Williams, who isn't the most reliable guy. Cat uh, says he's working on an album using some of Tupac's unreleased verses, and he'll have major artists on it, including Cardi B. He said uh, he said this on Suge Knight's podcast. You might be surprised to hear that Suge has a podcast, since he uh, currently is in prison, serving a 28-year sentence for a fatal hit and run. Yeah, I didn't think you could make, didn't think you could produce a podcast in the whole. Well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it seems like prisoners get more and more amenities year after year, and I think probably because you have money. You may have special privileges, but there's a lot of people in prison who are, like, using tablets. Listen, I've, I've seen enough uh, prison shows to know what some dudes will do just for a pack of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Can't yeah. even imagine what it would take to get podcast equipment. Well, you never know. Where are you going to shove that up? Where do you, where you put that yeah. microphone? I don't know. I don't know how you, how you mule a soundboard into, the, uh, into prison. 
Green Day did a surprise six-song set at the Rockefeller Center subway station in New York on Tuesday night. It was taped for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they came out in disguises with wigs, fake mustaches, and sunglasses to play a cover of Bad Company's Feel Like Making Love with Jimmy on Tambourine. Wow. After revealing their identities, they went on to play Basket Case, two new songs, a cover of Kiss's Rock and Roll All Night and American Idiot. No word on yet when the segment will air. Their new album, Saviors, comes out tomorrow. In related news, Green Day says on their upcoming stadium tour with the Smashing Pumpkins, they'll be playing Dookie and American Idiot in full. My wow. God, let's a, go! Let's go buy extra tickets. Wow, what a bunch of useless information that I'll never use. <laughs> and Kim Kardashian is jealous of her stepsister Kylie's new cotton candy hairdo. Really? Just had something to say. Oh my God! The last time I just had some sweet treats was when Ray J snorted booger sugar off the back of my stink pipe in that sex tape you can purchase on Uport for thirty nine ninety five. Booger sugar, I've actually heard. Stink pipe, I don't even know what the uh, what the actual reference refers to. Well, it's from getting all that stuff up your nose. Ah, uh, yeah, massively bad aroma, in right? Your nostril, Caitlin. Well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once did some chotch chewing, <laughs> little box lunch munch. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I learned to play the harmonica at the downtown sushi restaurant. <laughs> Did you ever have that edamame? <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. I love it when she calls me big edamama. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. Ah. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Everything. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. Yesterday, the Patriots officially introduced Gerard Mayo as the new head coach. Sure, you might think he uh, may never have been a head coach before. Sure, you might think he's untested and inexperienced. You might even think that compared to Bill Belichick, he's just another guy. And while arguments can be made on all those fronts, let me say this. Arguments like that are garbage. They're intellectually lazy and often are proven to be crap. Look, they were saying the same thing about Bill Belichick when he became the head coach of the Cleveland Browns in 1991. He had never been a head coach before. How good could that guy possibly be? They said the same thing about Don Shula when he became the head coach of the Baltimore Colts in 1963. Same thing for the uh, when the 49ers hired Bill Walsh in 1979, when his longest-lasting coaching position were the two years that he served as the head football coach for the football and swimming team at Washington High School in Fremont, California, back in the 50s. Same thing can be said about Vince Lombardi, Hank Stram, John Madden, Chuck Knoll, all those guys. At some point, they were all head coaches for the very first time, nearly all of whom started as assistants and then worked their way up because somebody noticed Hey, I think this guy knows what he's doing. Now, I should point out that every other head coach in NFL history has been fired because, in fact, they didn't know what they were doing, or at least it seemed that way. But you couldn't possibly know that unless you give a man the chance. Yesterday, Gerard Mayo vowed to improve the culture 
of the New England Patriots locker room. He also said he's not going to try to be Bill Belichick. He's a totally different guy. Personally, I'd like to see Gerard Mayo act a little bit like Bill Belichick, especially if Super Bowl championships are suddenly available. But then again, I am willing to blindly give Coach Mayo the benefit of the doubt. And then I promise not to say this guy sucks unless I can provide enough evidence to support that suckage. Until that happens, Gerard Mayo will get my full support, at least for now. But hey, and if I'm I Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. AJ at the Ludlow Rockies is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to power tools. AJ knows his stuff in Ludlow, and he's been there for years. Good people like AJ and Rock Solid Service at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 610. And Rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Cloudy today with a high of 29. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 27. It is 16 right now in downtown Springfield. Got uh, Marty Caproni coming in later on today. Talk about uh, something to do with a comedy show in uh, in Westfield. Also, uh, your chance at uh, Code Word Alexa. You could win an Amazon Echo Pop just by listening to the Code Word of the Day and then entering it into Rock 102. We'll give you that next Code Word around 7.50 this morning. Well, somebody's got a big set of cojones, a cojones, you know, whatever you want to call them. You know, I, uh, you people uh, vandalize vehicles mm-hmm. all over Springfield, vandalizing, stealing, uh, taking tires off the uh, off the rims, you know, that kind of thing. But you better damn well be careful whose car you're dicking around with. Yeah, an unidentified suspect who uh, wielding a knife vandalized Mayor Dom Dom's car parked behind uh, at City Hall by slashing all four tires. All four. The only <laughs> car slashed the four tires and walked away. According to the mayor, what? I was going to say, did uh, did Mayor Dom Dom just pick up the car, put it on his shoulders, and walk back to Forest Park? No, cause he said, you're lucky that street wasn't named after me because nobody crosses Dom Dom Street. And nobody crosses me either. Know what I'm saying? (laughs) According to the mayor's office, the incident occurred around 2 p.m. on Wednesday. The suspect, still at large and reportedly armed with a large knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Poses a serious threat to public safety. Does he really, though? I mean, if he slashed one car. Well, he's he's a guy who's got a knife. Yeah. Mayor Dom Dom expressed deep concern for residents, emphasizing the severity of the act involving a deadly weapon. Take myself out of the picture. This is a serious act of violence with a deadly weapon. It's very concerning that someone is acting out like this and endangering the public. I have the utmost confidence in our brave and dedicated men of the women, men and women of the Springfield Police Department to find this individual and apprehend him before any other vehicles or property are damaged, or worse, if he were to attack someone with this knife. I got a good uh, shot of him. A uh, good couple of shots of the uh, of the suspect. Yeah. On uh, on Mass Live, yeah, uh, and that's that's the kind of guy they got a full face picture yeah. of the guy. Uh, authorities advise the public to, to not approach the suspect and to immediately contact the police if the individual is recognized. The Springfield Police is actively investigating the matter, seeking assistance from the community. Anyone with any information can share it anonymously through the text to tip program, or you can just call nine one one. That's pretty much how that works out. Now, did, uh, did the mayor um, melt like rubber and make his own tires to get back home? Listen, I don't need a car. <laughs> the car is just a luxury item. Yeah, I see. You know? Yeah. 
What, what is that? A Taurus he's got there? I, I, you know what? That's a good question. I'm not even yeah. sure. It looks, it, yeah, it looks something like a. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a Taurus. You know, you think a guy like that would be driving around like Leroy Brown with a Cadillac and the, you know, the brass knuckles and the. I would have thought that uh, he would have uh, maybe you know, razor blade in his shoe. <laughs> I would have thought he would have gotten like uh, old Peter Picnelli's old Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that thing is probably in a museum somewhere. Yeah, it? it was in the uh, it was in the Sheridan for a number of years. I don't know if it's still there. That's what I'm saying. It's probably uh, preserved somewhere. That's a that's a nice vehicle. Oh hell yeah! There. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll be putting the Ford Taurus inside of any hotels anytime soon. You don't think that'll become a museum? No, I don't think. No. Will no. they be parking on the quadrangle somewhere? Yeah, you put it right in the right in the right in MGM. Uh, you know when they do that big car giveaway where they put it up on the stilt. <laughs> Look at this, the mayor's car. Yeah. That would probably bring in some money though. Sure it would. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. I once threw a hand grenade, killed twenty-one people. Then the hand grenade exploded. <laughs> And then I threw the pin and killed another guy with it. <laughs> it's dangerous being around me. Yeah, I bet. Wait till I catch up with this scumbag. Who told you to do this? I don't know. Some guy offered me $10 and a fish sandwich, and I went and <laughs> stabbed the tire. He's like, hey, I'll give you $10 and a fish sandwich if you go stab that guy's tires. You got it. And he picked me up under the underpass, and he drove me behind City Hall, and he had me do this. It's funny what people will do for a fish sandwich in the city of Springfield. Uh, I don't know, but this is uh, – it's almost like it, it seems to be a targeted act because why would you just one car – out of all the cars that are parked near City Hall, yeah, be that would be the only one. Well, you know, um, you've seen that lot right behind City Hall, yeah. right? It's that little, uh, that little jag that goes behind the building, you know, yeah. you know past Symphony Hall, and you know, and I out. I think I got a ticket back there once. <laughs> Probably did. Yeah. You know, there's a handful of cars that are back there. You know, there's the mayor's car, and then there's probably a good fifteen well, you cars. All the people that run the different uh, departments there yeah. that's, uh, that, you know, reserved for whoever. Yeah, and then you got all those utility vehicles that are constantly there, you know, trying to uh, hide rather than do work. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to avoid putting, you know, hours on the clock. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's the mayor's car. And I, I suppose, you know, he's got his own spot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, of course it's targeted. All kinds of other vehicles you could vandalize. But to go after the to mayor, the mayor's car that you got to have a set of brass ones on you to to mess with that vehicle. I bet you they're going to cash this guy and it's either going to be two scenarios. It's going to be somebody hired him to do this or told him to do it. Or it's going to be like, I just wanted uh, three hots and a cot. And to be put in jail because it's sub zero. Te- well, feels like sub zero temperatures. You get, you'd, you'd still get three hots and a cot if you, you know, slash the tires of a city councilor. Or uh, like a downtown business owner, you know. We don't. Yeah. You don't have to go after the mayor. I well, mean, you put your life on the line. That's why I'm kind of leaning that it was it was done intentionally. Like this guy was told to do this because he doesn't seem like. Eh, I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but he doesn't seem like an individual who would uh, involve himself with politics normally. You don't think so? No. You don't think he's like a some sort of uh, some sort of partisanship. Going on here? No. Matter of fact, he looks like uh, I've been I've been really watching a lot of these UFO videos on TikTok, mm-hmm. 
And uh, apparently there's these tall, tall human beings, and he looks like one of them. The one with like an extended he's, neck? He's sticking his ch- chest out? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They're, they're really aliens. I don't know. That's just my far, my far-fetched uh, theory. See, when I look at that picture, I'm thinking, man, that, that guy looks like a political ideologue just wearing a hoodie. No, no, you don't. You don't see that. You're not no, with me on I that. I don't see that at all. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I could be wrong. You know, it's funny. They block out his license plate on TV, but it's clear what the license plate is here on the picture on one of the websites here. So I don't know why you would do that in one picture and not with another. Yeah, I don't know. All I all I know is this guy. This guy's asking for trouble. He is because you, you, you can't. I mean, you can't even go out of the house. Looking like that, and uh, doing what you have done, and expect to uh, you know just walk away while the while the mayor yeah. is seething with 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 uh, with anger. He uh he's not gonna let this go. He's gonna he's gonna get this guy. You know the one good thing <clears throat> about being mayor. If you're an average guy, uh, you know, someone with uh, you no know, level of real notoriety whatsoever, just the everyday average citizen in Springfield, mm-hmm. and you had to call up uh, a garage or a uh, a travel service to help you change all four slash tires in your car on yeah. a cold winter day, you'd be there for hours waiting for someone to show up to help you. If you're the mayor of Springfield and your tires get slashed, all four of them, you got new tires within 15 minutes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm you know, sure there's somebody out there that'll be like, I'll put the tires on there for you. You're not only not, a, not only not waiting around for the guy to show up, you're sending one of your uh, your office minions to stand out there to make sure that the guy shows up on time and changes those tires with all steel belted radials. Let me just put it to you this way. Me and Superman fought once, and the loser had to wear their underwear on the outside of their pants. <laughs> You think about that. <laughs> who's the Who's the real winner? Here? Yeah, who you is? Know? Yeah, who yeah. is? Uh, yeah. So I, I I believe it's somebody who was who was encouraged to do this because it doesn't seem like a random act. Sure, hope you enjoyed that fish sandwich. I hope so too. Six twenty with Bax and Dangle on Rock One Hundred Two. Noonan Energy presents tips for better living. Always. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Don Mahar will give you the forecast. Uh, if you're checking out the uh, the daily podcast later on today, brought to you by Marcotte Ford, the got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals, Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Neil Story, former head of press from Island Records. Next week, a really interesting interview uh, with Jim Scafish. I've had him on the uh, the podcast before. His uh, second album has just been reissued for the very first time in 40 years. It's been out of print uh, forever. This is an album that uh, eight of the 11 songs he presented to Miles Colvin from IRS Records were rejected uh, because Miles thought they were inappropriate. The new album is uh, is out, and it includes all eight of those rejected songs. They have never been heard ever. They're actually better than the songs that wound up being on that album. It's a big mistake on Miles Copeland's part, and you'll be able to hear that starting on Monday at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and rock102.com. One of the best rock stories I've ever heard. Sweet. Unbelievable. Uh, do you want to laugh now? I do. All right, let's laugh. 
Or maybe we can turn Oh, yeah, it try that. Yeah, there, yeah there you go. Okay. It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. All right, here's a dad joke for you. All right, can't get too, you know, you can't you can't uh, have dirty ones every day, can you? You can, but it's good to mix it up. Anyway, a man goes to the doctor and says, Doc, you got to help me. I can't stop singing What's New Pussycat, right? Okay. And the doctor says, well, that sounds like Tom Jones syndrome. And the guy says, well, is it common? And the doctor goes, well, it's not unusual. Otherwise, he'd be a liar. Oh, Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Backs and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One firefighter was injured and several people are without a place to live following a fire at a multifamily home in Turner's Falls late Wednesday night. Excuse me, Turner's Falls Captain uh, Mike Curry said they were called to a fire at a home on H Street just before 10.30 last night. When firefighters got there, they found heavy smoke and fire showing from the multifamily home. All eight residents were able to make it out of the home safely. Several local fire departments were called in to help with crews from Greenfield, Montague, Irving, South Deerfield, Bernardston, and Northfield providing help at the scene. An AMR ambulance was also at the scene. This is all stuff that they saw. Sure. Uh, Firefighters from Gill and Brattleboro, Vermont, were called in to help cover the Turner's Falls Fire Station. So a total of six people helped put this fire. (laughs) I think it was probably... A little more than that. Eight. I'm going to guess 10. All right. Well, okay. All right. I'll give you 10. You know. Two of them weren't actually firefighters. They are just people with hoses. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. Curry said one firefighter suffered minor injuries and was taken to the hospital for treatment. The American Red Cross is helping the families who were forced out by the fire. Investigators are still uh, looking into the cause of that blaze. Uh, let's see, uh, an unidentified suspect wielding a knife vandalized Mayor Dom Dom's car parked at City Hall, slashing all four tires. According to the mayor's office, the incident occurred around 2 p.m. yesterday. The suspect, still at large and reportedly armed with a knife, poses a serious threat to public safety. Dom Dom expressed deep concern for residents, emphasizing the severity of the act involving a deadly weapon. Uh, authorities advise the public not to approach the suspect and to immediately contact these police if the individual is recognized. You got a death wish coming to you, pal. Yeah, I'd be very careful when you step in this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a large amount of traffic yesterday afternoon following a crash involving a tractor trailer on 991 southbound in West Springfield. A 22 News crew driving through the area. You want to know what they saw? What they see? We saw a tractor trailer and two other vehicles damaged. Traffic was backed up to the southbound side of the highway as far as a mass pike exit. It's crazy. As of 1.30 p.m., all lanes were reopened. One person was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. The uh, Mass Department of Environmental Protection was notified of the crash, but found the diesel tank was not damaged in the incident. So... Less than a gallon of diesel fuel was leaked from the fuel line on the truck. Well, thank so, goodness for that. As well as antifreeze and all the other uh, all the other gunk that comes out of a truck during an accident. Yeah, but you know, if you, you drop uh, like an entire load of uh, of diesel, yeah, that, that's an environmental disaster. A Springfield man wanted uh, for drug trafficking, and we was found inside of a home on Tuesday morning. According to Springfield Police spokesman Ryan Walsh. 24-year-old Josiah Cheeseborough of Springfield had an active felony warrant for his arrest out of Franklin Superior Court for drug trafficking. Cheeseborough. Is it Cheeseborough or Cheesebro? Uh, 
It's Boro, B-O-R-O. Mm. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for <laughs> the cheese burrow today. today. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the Springfield State Police, Hamden County. Ah, Members of the uh, Springfield Police, State Police, Hamden County Sheriff's Department, and uh, U.S. Marshals entered a home on Seymour Avenue Tuesday around 7.35 a.m. to locate Cheeseboro. That's where uh, Kochi was like, there's where that Cheeseboro is. (laughs) Well, inside, officers found a loaded (sighs) AR-style pistol in a bedroom closet. Uh, Cheeseboro was later located in the basement and detained uh, well, I say, hey, how do you like your cheeseboro? And I'm like, well, I like mine with lettuce and tomato, Heinz 57 and French fried potatoes, big kosher pickle and a cold draft beer. Now, wouldn't Good it be- God almighty, which what- way do I steer? Now, wouldn't it be crazy if a cheeseboro was holed up with five other guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're in the five guys cell. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, what's your plan B, though? Oh, oh not- yeah, there you go. Oh, you know what our plan B is? Not to pay taxes. That's what our plan B is. <laughs> Well, not all at once. Yeah. Or would you like the Lux Burger cell? And eh, nobody's in there. <laughs> There's plenty of space yeah. now. It's now a marijuana dispensary. That's what we turned it into. Uh, so anyway, Cheeseboro was charged with uh, possession of a firearm without a license and ammunition without an FID card and a large capacity magazine. Plus two all beef patties, special cheese, sauce, <laughs> sauce <laughs> lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame yes. seed bun. Yes. That's... He's fighting that one. He is. He's... The special sauce one. <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> Cheeseboro. Well, I guess everybody's got a name, right? That's right. Police dra- uh, tracked down a suspect involved in a shooting early Sunday morning. Officers heard gunshots in the area of Dwight and Lyman Streets while working the late-night entertainment detail. They located evidence and information about a vehicle involved in the shooting. Around 3.25 a.m., the suspected vehicle was found running at a, at a residence on Massasoit Street. The uh, officers detained two people and found spent shell casings inside the car. A loaded firearm was found near trash cans outside the home. Police uh, released a woman who was detained and will receive a criminal summons to court. The other person, uh, 33-year-old Frankie Quinones of uh, Springfield, was arrested and is charged with the following. Carrying a firearm without a license and proper storage of a firearm and all that other good stuff. We really don't need to do all of the charges. No. Uh, Not unless his name was Cheeseboro and then we go... We go deep down into that one. Cheeseboro. Who wants a cheeseboro? Cheeseboro, 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 cheeseboro. That's the, that's no what Pepsi I was Coke. That, that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> uh, controversy between Greenfield City Council and the police department has been brewing for some time, and the actions of the former mayor and the city's two top cops has added fuel to the fire ahead of a meeting with the city council members yesterday. All I can think of is it's just straight-up cronyism and corruption. It should follow our process so the public knows what's going on, said Greenfield City Council President John Bottomley. What is with the Bottomley and Wedgegartner? Wedgegartner! Wedgegartner! Wedgegartner. Bottomley isn't... It sounds like it sounds like these English people fighting. Yeah, right. Bottomley and Wedgegartner. <laughs> Bottomley isn't pleased... It sounds like some sort of British haberdasher or something. It does, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, Buzz Killington. Right. Yeah. Bottomley hasn't uh, or isn't pleased with the actions taken by former Greenfield Mayor Roxanne Wedgegartner. 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 In the weeks leading up to her leaving office, Western Mass News spoke with Bottomley ahead of Wednesday night's city council meeting. He said that the former mayor, along with Greenfield Police and Deputy Chief, 
met behind closed doors and signed a memorandum or agreement that would increase the salary of the city's top cops by 25%. 25%? Holy crap. What a way to give a middle finger to the city that you're leaving. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to give these uh, two cops the 20, uh, 25% pay increase without asking anybody. Who gets a 25% pay increase? Uh, according to Bottomley, the signed document was turned in on election day. He said it was left on the desk of the current mayor for her to discover on January 2nd when she took office. Bottomley said this isn't how they do things in Greenfield, and that's not how government is supposed to work. It's actually shameful what's going on up here between the former mayor and our police leadership. We have a process that we follow on city council to review all financial documents, city documents that usually takes a few months. Bottomley said that in order to fund this large pay increase, this Greenfield City Council would have to take money out of their reserve funds. But he's not sensing that that's the direction the council wants to go in and added that his pay raise won't hold up under scrutiny and will be reviewed thoroughly by the city council. Uh, they did reach out to Wedge Gutner. Wedge Gutner. Wedge Gutner. Wedge Gutner. Uh, and she had no comment at this time. The city council will discuss this further at their meeting on February 21st. I wish somebody would be uh, advocating for my 20%, 25% increase. Yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, no, no. I tried to do that for myself, and uh, I, got, I got 2%, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Within 10 years, you might actually get there. I should have had the old guy, uh, before he got fired, uh, give me uh, an increase, a substantial increase. Yeah, then yeah. they wouldn't have had anything to say about it. Um, let's see. You'd uh, have to work awfully quick. He wasn't here very long. You may have heard of people tag. Yeah, I know. It was, what was that, like a five-day stint he had here? <laughs> you may have heard of people tagging squirrels for research and conservation purposes. This is not what that is. what this is. A 62-year-old man in New York named Mark Kuhn, was arrested for trapping and spray-painting squirrels apple red. It's unclear why he was doing this or how he was caught. Maybe he was caught red-handed. Oh, I see what you did there. Two traps with red spray paint on them were found at the man's home, and he admitted to releasing the squirrels at another location after painting them. An official said he was using a toxic paint, and he was intentionally harming them because he didn't want them coming onto his property. The man was charged with three counts of poisoning or attempting to poison animals, and other violations of state environmental conservation laws. Well, you know, they're annoying varmints. They get into everything. Squirrels. Yeah, they you do. Know? They're, yeah. They're a real nuisance. Yeah. Adorable, but nuisance. The, uh, I, I don't think I've ever had a problem with squirrels. Chipmunks. I, oh, yeah. Those Chip, are, chipmunks, those are too. Every year. Well, I used to have uh, squirrels uh, eat the, uh, the bird feed out of my, uh, my feeders. Yeah, yeah, they, they go after birdseed like they, it was like it was nothing, and you'd you'd try all kinds of things to to prevent them from getting on. You know, certain baffles, uh, you know, like you you grease up the poles. They're very athletic. Greasing up the poles, eh? Yeah, is that what they call it nowadays? Well, that's what I call. That's what I used to do while I was watching them. I have a I have a a, a pair of plans for a squirrel stick. You do. Yeah, it's like one of these things where you balance a, like a corn cob on one end mm-hmm. and the squirrel is supposed to go get the corn cob. Yes. And then once he gets to the corn cob, the thing spins around because of the weight difference and then uh, yeah, takes you know, the squirrel and shoots it off of there. Yeah, You know, it, it, theoretically, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I've seen squirrels hold on for dear life and not let go. They're well, very athletic animals. They like hanging onto their nuts. They do. They know what to do in those situations. I wish I did. 
Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, cloudy with a high of 29. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 27. It is 15 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Watch it! Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 650, and Jimi Hendrix with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today and tomorrow. High at 29 today, high at 27 tomorrow. It's 15 right now in downtown Springfield. I want to remind everybody that Bourbon Barbecue and Blues on Saturday, February 3rd at the Delaney House is sold out. We're giving you one last, one last uh, chance at a pair of tickets. You go to rock102.com and enter before noon on February 1st. We will choose one winner at random to join us at Bourbon Barbecue and Blues, brought to you by A Touch of Color Painting, uh, your go-to painting company in Western Mass, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You ever go to uh, Canada? Yeah, number times. You ever times. go to Quebec? Quebec. No, I believe it's Quebec. It's pronounced like pubic. No, no, yeah. it's pronounced uh, Quebec or Quebec if you're in Quebec. Well, I don't live there, and I've never been from there, so it's cubic to me. A cubic man who posted uh, conspiracy theories online that forest fires were being deliberately set by the government has pleaded guilty to starting a string of fires himself that forced hundreds of people from their home. Was he being paid by the government? That's a good question. Uh, 38-year-old Brian Paré pleaded guilty Monday to 13 counts of arson and one count of arson with disregard for human life at the courthouse in uh, cubic. Uh, prosecutor, Quebec. Whatever. Prosecutor Marie-Philippe Charon told the court that... What's all these French people up there? That's where all the French Canadians come from, yeah. the uh, province of Quebec. Anyway, uh, they told the court that uh, two of the 14 fires set by Paré forced the evacuation of 500 homes, a small community located about 425 kilometers northwest of Quebec City. On uh, May Quebec 30th, whatever, City. Well... Uh, and they go on to say, you know, this guy had all these uh, conspiracy theories that the government was doing all this. Mm-hmm. Turns out he was the one starting all the fires. Because the government, through mind control, was making him do it. Yeah, see, I uh, I always appreciate a good conspiracy theory if you're not the one causing the problem, you know? Was this guy at any point wearing like a tinfoil hat? I believe he was. I mean... Because that's usually a dead giveaway that maybe the conspiracy's not real. Well, I mean, it's not unusual to think that the government might behind be behind something. You know, there's a lot of people out there who you know have theories about mm-hmm. what the government does, and you know, we've we've seen history before where the government has been proven to uh, do unethical, illegal things. Right. Uh, but if you're the guy actually starting all of the fires that you were accusing the government of starting, that really doesn't uh, hold up your theory that it was it was somebody else. <clears throat> you're caught with a gas can and a road flare. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's a, it's it's very hard to argue in court in front of a judge. Yeah, that it's a conspiracy when you've got all that evidence in your garage but uh you know this guy he's now going to jail for a very lengthy period of time all because he didn't go to the steve nagel college of knowledge <laughs> which i i don't know if they've got international uh, campuses with the steve nagel college of uh, well, knowledge they should it's a satellite it's it's the cubic uh satellite campus quebec there. cubic quebec what's a cubic <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, and he would have known that, uh, listen, if you're going to do this, at least not get caught starting the fight. Do it in the middle of the night where nobody can see you. Don't go out there in the middle of the day with a gas can and a road flare and just start forest fires. Or here's a better idea. How about not starting the fire at all? 
Yeah, that's the easy way out. It's really the best way out. I'm just saying. Stop telling lies and stop burning stuff down. Uh, Well, I mean, sometimes you have to burn things down. You want to get that anger out of you. There's other ways to get anger out of your system. Yeah, but you just burned down a forest. You didn't kill anybody. You know, in Canada, up in Quebec, uh, you can get your aggressions out by, for example, uh, collecting beaver pelts. Or uh, drinking beaver pelts. Yeah, or like drinking, uh, you know, Molson's by the by the gallon. That's a very Canadian thing to do. It is. Look, there's a cubic hair in my Molson. Quebec Wh- hair. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's six fifty-five on Rock One Hundred Two. When will the snow? And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, yesterday I sat here and reported my feelings about the NFL rescheduling crucial postseason matchups simply because of poor weather conditions. A sport whose greatest moment was played on December 31st, 1967 during the Ice Bowl when Green Bay beat Dallas during the NFL Championship with 15 below zero temperatures and a wind chill of minus 48. And yet, 57 years later, we postponed games simply because the city of Buffalo, New York, got a little dusting with two feet of lake effect snow as they wound up beating Pittsburgh 31 to 17. Well, now the delicate little snowflakes who run the state of New York imposed a travel ban yesterday, restricting motorists from traveling on city streets and highways due to another two feet of snow throughout most of Western New York. Only essential emergency vehicles are allowed to drive due to dangerous conditions and the Arctic blast of cold air. Seems reasonable, huh? I suppose. Except that travel ban called the, caused the postponement of last night's Buffalo Sabres hockey game against the Chicago Blackhawks too. Can you believe that crap? A game that is played on ice in the dead of winter cannot be played because the roads to get you there are too slippery. The irony of that decision is startling. Sure, I can see people not wanting to sit outside where they might run the risk of frostbite or hypothermia, but the last time I checked, the Key Bank Center in Buffalo was an indoor facility, specifically designed to protect ticket-paying fans from having to sit outside. And yet, the city of Buffalo, the state of New York, highway officials, and the National Hockey League have all decided to postpone that game until tonight, like a bunch of tender buttercups. If I'm a ticket-paying fan, of the Buffalo Sabres, and God knows why I would want to be that guy, I would swim across the Erie Canal if I had a decent pair of seats. But postpone a hockey game because it's too wintry? That'd be like canceling the Big E because people are eating too much, or canceling the Summer Olympics because of the high pollen count. Let's stop pussyfooting around uh, there, New York, and start playing some hockey like decent people would do. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, everybody has different needs. You might need a snowblower or some ice scrapers or maybe a, a, a shovel, perhaps. Winter's, your, your Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm is at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Do Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 707 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Cloudy today and tomorrow with a high of 29. It's 15 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, uh, we got this knucklehead coming in here promoting this $20 dinner and a comedy show yeah. soon. But I have something even better than that 
What do you got? Well, we're less than a uh, month away from Valentine. You know what? He's right here. Let's just wait till he. All right, let's, say, let's we'll do the setup right there. Um, Where is he? I, I don't know. What's he waiting for? Hey! Like, are you outside the door? Hey, it's Marty Caproni. Hey, Holy hey, smokes! Who would have thought you'd be here on a Thursday morning? I'm uh, trying to catch my breath outside. Oh, you're just trying to before I came in because it's such a long walk from the parking lot to here. I'm not exactly in the best shape. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you also park very far away from the door. I don't really understand that. Uh, I feel like it's uh, where my place is here. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think you, you can know. park uh, like in the, uh, in the in the the main mi- middle section. It's only like uh, like fifty feet. I don't feel like I've earned it yet. You know, yeah, I yeah, feel... you, psh, nobody's earned anything around here. You can park <laughs> wherever you want, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, listen, I was just about to poo poo on your uh, twenty dollar dinner in a comedy show. Well, why were you gonna poo poo on it? Because now that we're less than a month away from Valentine's Day, and your significant other may be already dropping hints. And if they're hinting that they'd like to go to Applebee's a lot this year, here's an exciting deal. You oh, ready? wow. Yeah, because I know you like Applebee's. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Applebee's will be selling a date night pass for $200 starting on Monday while supplies last. You get a card that's good for a year. That gives you $30 for food and non-alcoholic drinks on every visit. That's actually a pretty good deal. Wait, wait, wait. 200 bucks. Yeah. But every time you go. You get $30 towards your meal. Yeah. Here's the bad part. You got to go to Applebee's to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, You can only use it once per day. So basically, you have to go at least seven times to get your money back. You can only go once per day? Are there people that go to Applebee's for multiple meals in a single day? I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't know. It worked for that Jared from Subway guy, but I don't think it works for like (laughs) us going to Applebee's multiple times a day. I I don't think we'd lose any weight. Uh, yeah, so if you, if you use it seven times, you get your money back, but you can use it up to 52 times through January 31st of next year, so you can max it out at $1,560 in discounts. But if you subtract the $200 you paid for it, that's $1,360 in savings. Uh-huh. Still How, worth it. However, it doesn't include tax, tip, and fees, so even if you order carefully or not go over the 30 bucks, you're paying something for it. Right, but I mean, in today's day and age, that's a pretty good deal. That's one meal a week that you don't have to worry about for two hundred bucks a year. You got to eat a lot of mozzarella sticks to get to uh, to get to thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it can't be used for tips, alcohol, or stomach pumping. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, that requires a copay. Uh, it comes with priority seating in the front. Ooh! Nope. Wow! Who wants to? That's the that's the first class seating of Applebee's. Who wants to be seen eating at Applebee's? You know, are- when, I, when I met you for appetizers, we sat in the way back so nobody could see that I was, uh, that I was sitting <laughs> there. Uh, I think the most edible thing on the Applebee's menu is the actual menu. It that is paper uh, fiber uh, yeah. stuff. You know, that's you know, got more. There are people that absolutely love Applebee's. Yeah, L- love them. That's true. I don't care for any of those people personally, but that's uh, but it's true. I mean, it'll it's, it'll grow. It's not. Listen. It's not, no one's going to Applebee's because that's your first choice for dining. But the one in Chickabee's open till midnight. So, you know, you know. Who's getting laid taking their date to Applebee's? That's what I want to know. Well, th- you would think that. But then one of these nights when they have like margarita specials for uh, do- $2 a pail of right. margarita. Dollarita, yeah. 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 You know. I know. If, you know. if you took that 200 bucks, instead of buying... Applebee's with it, and you put yeah. it in an interest-bearing savings account. 
you would this, never have to ever eat at Applebee's. I think you might have better luck if you took that same two hundred yeah. hours and put that money on the dresser at the uh, at the Motel Six. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that'll be uh, yeah, that'll be a nice tip. Yeah, uh, while the while the pimp waits outside in the car, you could invest that that two hundred dollars in something with some long term yield and satisfaction, like the twenty dollar Thursday. <laughs> Dinner comedy show yeah. at uh, Loft Comedy Club at Shortstop yeah, see, Bar. And Grill. I knew you were. Yeah. I, I was yeah. leading you right into. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that. Yeah. You coming by tonight? I am coming by tonight. Are you? Yeah, I am. All right, I'm excited. Bax, I know there. you're out. You're out. You can't. I'm not saying I'm out. You I just, uh, you know, I got a lot, uh, a lot of very busy things going on in my life. Listen, the early bird specials over at Applebee's uh, only last yeah, until four to six, and you got to. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. go because we got uh, plans at Applebee's. Tonight. <laughs> you got to use your card that you bought, your date night card. Well, I want to make sure I get my money's worth. He's going on a bus to Mohegan Sun <laughs> for the senior center, and they give you the ten dollars and, uh, a, and a meal at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Ooh, a Cracker Barrel! I haven't been to one of these in yeah. years. Yeah. That's Another good decision. <laughs> I love sitting on those rocking uh, rock, rockers outside. Do you ever right? go to the Cracker Barrel? We we have one like right here. I Do would you... never voluntarily go to there. No, no. I would go there if it was the last resort to eat. I've been it... I've been there as a last resort. Sure. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I I've been there like maybe two times to that one. Mm-hmm. But when I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan, after a show before the airport, we hit one of those. And I, it couldn't have been better. I don't know if it was because I was hungover or whatever, but I thought it was delicious. Well, they're very good at accommodating large groups of people, like buses. Oh, really? Yeah, that's their, yeah. That's their thing. That's like the who. That's the the hookila used to pull that one all the time. You know, the buses used to wheel right in. Yeah. And just the herds of old people. Listen, not to say that tonight, if there's a busload of uh, older people and they want to come by. Yeah, we'll take you. Shortstop bar and grill, twenty dollars. Yeah, the Wingate van showing up with <laughs> people on it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear more about this comedy show and the dinner. You know, we don't get. That's one of the things we don't get a lot of. We don't get enough seniors. We get some, but not enough. I don't think seniors are really into the comedy scene, though. Actually, you know what, Steve? You think good. about it. Today's seniors, yeah, exactly. are the kids of the '60s, right? You know, when when you know when it was all free love and and dope smoking and right. stuff like that. That's what today's seniors are all about. We've had a few. I had a few shows where there was some older. Like I like the older crowds. Yeah, because the to Bax's point, this isn't like they were born in the in the thirties. As a ba da ba 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 da da, they're like, yeah. you know what I mean. They're they're not like, oh my god, my ears, you're not decent. This they're is, like, this is the best show I've seen since I saw Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like the people of like Carlin and Pryor yeah. and stuff. So you can't shock the, them. These are the yeah. people that were dropping acid in, in in college. Right. They're now our seniors. Right. Well, so I'm sure a couple of. Uh, off-color uh, jokes about PPs and wee-wees aren't going to re- offend anybody in Never. that age group. So Never. why do so many people get canceled then? What's that? Why do so many people get canceled then if everybody's supposed to have this great sense of humor? Because it's the younger generation. It's the younger generation problems. canceling. It's 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 literally not even like it's not even millennials anymore. It's it's like the Gen, whatever it is called. Is it Gen Z, Z now or Z. something? Yeah. E Y X. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I can't keep up with these. We're Gen X, right? You and I are Gen X. Yeah. Bax, what are you? Are you He's Gen, Gen X? X I'm, I'm the Gen early X. part of Gen X. I'm on yeah. the very end of it. I'm in, I'm smack dab in the middle of Gen oh, there X. There you I go. Think. Yeah. And we're and Gen X people don't care about anything. We just never have. Never. No. Just let us go to work. 
and come home. That's Let us like, listen to our dirty comedy shows and eat an Applebee's. Yeah, no one wants to, to eat an Applebee's. <laughs> listen, did you eat at Shortstop last week? I did, yeah. They always the have food, food was delicious. There. They always have good food over really there. Really delicious. And I talked to Nabil earlier. He said that uh, today they're doing it's some type of pasta dish with grilled chicken and everything. He was describing it to me on the phone. It sounded delicious. Oh, so. he's got his daughter, the Chef Monica, duh, cooking up all that stuff over Very there. Very good. Like yeah. her meatballs and stuff were, I mean, it was Delicious. Unless you're on Yelp and you watch the, uh, which Yelp is like the white trash soundboard. What's that? It's Yelp. Oh, like, the people that, that Yelp. Yeah. I didn't even. Why did people Yelp about the show? I didn't even. I didn't. No, even... no, no. Somebody complained about the the food over there. It was like oh. very specifically about chicken francaise and how it wasn't pounded <laughs> thin like this woman. Oh, it, it was. Enough. It was the compl- It was the stupidest complaint. Uh, everything, but but Nabil, uh, he's like, yeah, whatever. We got a lot of people that come here and enjoy yeah. the food. I don't know what you're complaining you about. Know, you chicken francaise is like one of those things you find at a banquet. You know, who, yeah, who's a snob about banquet food? <laughs> uh, I could be a snob about banquet food if it's not yeah. done right. I this, suppose yeah. this vegetable medley is a disgrace. I got to be honest. Like every, I, I didn't hear one bad thing after last week's show. Now, not one. All I heard was everyone rave reviews. Yeah, had a yeah, great yeah. time. Everything else. And you know what? It's gonna it's gonna grow. I mean, the last week was the first week, right? Yeah, first week last yeah. week. This thing is only gonna grow. Plus, I, plus in February, you got all these great shows coming too. Well, that's the thing too. And I hope people come out tonight. I got Rodney Norman coming tonight, who's uh, Dangle funny, and I have known him forever, yeah. and now he's he's a bona fide uh, celebrity. Now he's got a couple million followers on uh, social media, and and mm-hmm. uh, he does a good job. He's killing it. Someone actually wrote me a funny story the other night. Their nephew is a huge fan of him online, so their nephew ordered a T-shirt from his website. The order came in, and Rodney and his wife must have saw that it was right down the road, like so two they, minutes down the road. So they drove to the house to deliver the shirt. Oh, in that's person. cool! There's your and, uh, online celebrity delivering your stuff. Yeah, she said the nephew wasn't uh, the nephew doesn't live with her, obviously, hmm. but she said the nephew lost his mind because she took a picture with Rodney and his wife in the kitchen with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, tonight's gonna be tonight's gonna be fun. All uh, right, well, yeah, we're looking forward excited. to that. All right, well, that's good. There's no Applebee's, but yeah, <laughs> I still can't. Yeah. That's a good deal, if you ask me. Two hundred bucks. But okay, so but this is like a like a date night type of promotion. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to go I, with two people? No, it's it's thirty dollars towards your meal every time you go, and you can only go once a day. I mean, thirty dollars at Applebee's is a is a that's like gold. It's a good yeah. amount of food. You're doing it right. Sure. Wait, and only once you, a would week. Would you classify it as food, or is it just a good amount of something? <laughs> <laughs> It's a good amount of something for thirty bucks. Well, listen, if you go after nine o'clock, I think it is half price apps. Oh, you could get you double thirty dollars. You could just ball out and order the whole menu. I mean, like you're getting like uh, mozzarella sticks by the wheelbarrow oh. full. <laughs> you could sit there like a Mongolian king and just bring me more, need more. You feel like Mr. Creosote walking to that place. More four-dollar pretzel sticks. <laughs> Nom. Nom. Cheeseburger now- egg rolls for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking that fair lady home tonight because she knows that I'm rolling in D's and got a good-ass job with my Applebee's pass. Ooh, he treats me so nice. Ooh, he I lets love me- cheeseburger <laughs> egg rolls. He lets me order from the big kids menu, too. <laughs> Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, got that. I got that out of my system. <laughs> it's 719. We'll have more with Marty Caproni on Rock 102.
<laughs> Rocks of Rock at 726. And the Doobie Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, uh, a mix of sun and clouds this morning and then becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. A high of 30 tonight. Cloudy, there's a chance of flurries of snow showers, a low of 19. It's about, oh, gee, I don't know, 16 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, a little bit later on this hour, code word Alexa, your chance to win an Amazon Echo Pop. All you got to do is take down the code word, pop it into rock102.com before noon, and you could be qualifying for a brand spanking new Amazon Echo Dot from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. Marty Caproni is in here. Big comedy show uh, with dinner. Yep. Uh, I feel like everyone's heard it, but get online. All you got to do if you want the, it's 25 the door, 20 advance. All you got to do is uh, either use the Venmo code on the poster or get online and message um, either myself or the club and uh, and make your reservation, and that will reserve that $20 price for you. Sweet. Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, can't dude, you that. can't get a better night out than that. I yeah, mean, you unless can. You... you go to Applebee's, you buy a $200 <laughs> cash, you can get uh, $1,500 in savings again. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll want to make your reservation to uh, to assure that there'll be enough food on the buffet for you to chow down and have uh, a great night of comedy. That is uh, that is, uh, that is true. And, uh, you know, listen, it's not perfect. You're never going to get the number right, but... We try to get as close as we can. Uh, Monica in the kitchen there, she does a fantastic job. So the uh, the easier we can make it on her, uh, the better. Mm, there you go. You should do uh, like a like a, a date pass. For What's uh, that? X amount of dollars, you can get a ticket to any one of these shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what I need, Steve. More right. moving pieces with this. Well. <laughs> it's already taking over my life. Yeah. <laughs> this Venmo thing is just too hard to figure out. I can't, <laughs> I can't do no, it. No, I have a reserve list. Yeah, I have a Venmo yeah, list. Busy. I have a door list. Now I'm going to add a date pass list. Well, uh, you know. You know? Uh, well, establish yourself first yeah, in, yeah. This new, uh, in this new space and then see what happens. Yeah. That's what you want to do. That's it. Yeah, that's right. it. But, uh, you know, comedy is a great, a great place to take a date anyway. It one, really is. One, you'll have a great time, and you don't have to talk to each other while the show's going on. So you don't have to come up with witty banter. Number one, number two, laughter is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, and yeah. you and you limit the amount of lies you have to tell in a <laughs> single night. This is true, and you can get a gauge from your date um where they're at uh morally or uh intellectually by what they laugh at or don't laugh at has anybody ever proposed to somebody during a comedy show i'm sure uh, they have not only have they uh we have facilitated that one that's a dumb dumb thing to do i have i have a couple of videos when i was touring with jesse may where the people went up on stage like we had a whole thing picked out where they pretended they were heckling and then, yeah she called him up on stage. They did the whole proposal and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then the weird part is, as you come back through those same cities over the years, this the couple then comes back. Then they're married. Then they're like, we had to get a babysitter. You know, like oh, you, you yeah. see the evolution of the relationship. Then they're seeing other people. <laughs> and then you go yeah. back and they yeah, hate right. each other. They, they're, they're, they're begging you for they're begging you to, to take out their bill because they've spent all the She's money. She's at home the with her stupid friends. Well, I would think that would be like really disruptive to a comedy show. It uh, it really it's, it's, it throws the whole night off. You yeah, do that because everybody's now focused on the happy couple that just got engaged. Like if anyone wanted to do it, I would never say no because you want to whatever they they that's their dream. Go ahead. But do I advise it? I don't think it's a. I don't, I don't think, think it's a good it's idea. A good I don't idea. think so either. No. 
It's uh, seven thirty. So don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it tonight at the at the Lost Comedy Club at the shortstop. It's seven thirty on Rock One Hundred Two. Here's your Western. It's seven thirty-three with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get to a five thousand dollars sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. A Springfield man wanted for drug trafficking was found inside of a home on Tuesday morning. According to Springfield police spokesman Ryan Walsh, 24-year-old Josiah Cheeseborough of Springfield had an active felony warrant for his arrest out of Franklin Superior Court for drug trafficking. Members of the state police, Hamden County Sheriff's uh, Department, and U.S. Marshals entered a home on Seymour Avenue Tuesday at around 7.35 a.m. to locate the Cheeseboro. <laughs> it was right next to the fries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While, uh, while inside, officers found a loaded AR-style pistol in the bedroom closet. Cheeseboro was later located in the basement and detained. Police then received a search warrant to seize the illegal firearm that was loaded with 22 rounds of ammunition as well as other ammunition found in the home. Cheeseboro was arrested and charged with uh, possession of a firearm without a license, possession of ammunition with a, without an FID card, mm-hmm. possession of a large-capacity magazine, improper ju- storage of a large-capacity magazine. Like what? Like what kind of magazine would be so big? Uh, guns and ammo? I was thinking uh, cat, highlights. Cat fancy? Yeah. <laughs> cat fan- Field and stream? Perhaps. You know, if my name were Cheeseboro, and I and listen, I'm not making fun of anybody. That's that's just, you know that's really not yeah. my way. <laughs> if I were distributing drugs, wouldn't you have the drugs in one of those uh, containers with the big pump, like you know, would you get like ketchup and mustard oh, at, the, yeah, at yeah, Costco? Yeah. That's or what I would do. I'd put them. In oh, like you want the... you want drugs? Hold on a second. <laughs> there you go. Did I tell you last year? Go ahead. No, this is to the Big Mac box. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Because yeah. and you're the whole time you're reading that, all I'm picturing is the cheeseburger. Like with the mask and the thing, rubble, 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 rubble. Did I tell you last year when I went to uh, when I went to opening day at the Red Sox for Major League Baseball? I saw the guy changing out one of those condiment things with oh, the yeah. ketchup in it. Yeah, totally un, not what I thought it was. In it's a big giant bag that they shove into those dispensers and then the guy uh it was like watching the changing of the guards there was like six of us standing around watching this guy just all in amazement going so that's how that works you know it's like you just you finally discover something of how something that you've seen every day or a lot of times you ever see anybody operate uh like a like a soft serve machine yeah okay so they put milk in the machine that milk comes in these enormous bags yeah, oh, big bag of milk. It's a big bag of milk. So does your soda. You ever see a fountain soda? It's called bag in a box. It's a box. Oh, I've seen and those. There's a yeah. bag inside yeah. the box, and yeah. you you tap it, and it mixes it. the The fountain mixes it with the ratio of uh, carbonation and salsa. I I've seen that happen before, yeah. but I have mm-hmm. I've never seen the condiment changing of the uh, the ketchup and mustard. And the ketchup was like, it's like this veggie ketchup that they're using, like all natural uh, something now. Like it sounds delicious, Steve. You know that, what I'm thinking next? It's, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that it must be highly in demand for those Fenway Franks. Yeah, you know ketchup. what? Uh, if you could have anything worse than, than the taste of a Fenway Frank in your mouth, it's it's the taste of that uh, all natural ketchup that they're shoving in a bag and oh, serving to you. Oh, you're spoken yeah. like a Yankee fan, mm. like a sad Yankee fan. I think fan. there's plenty of Red Sox fans out there. That would agree with me that those hot dogs are disgusting. Uh, Fenway no, Frank, no, Fenway Frank, that is, is that is a culinary delight right there. 
You hear that? You hear that, mustard people? Steve's fellow mustard army? Yeah. Your leader is saying a Fenway Frank is not good. We marinated these hot dogs in Pesky's Poleslaw. That's what we did. They're the best. Listen, there's nothing wrong. Do you ever have the poleslaw? I've not had the poleslaw, but there's nothing wrong with a hot dog that's been steeping in the same juices since Ferguson Jenkins was pitching uh, for the paint yeah. for the for the Red Sox. I get so. Uh, Connecticut man was arrested in Springfield Tuesday afternoon. Uh, after police found a firearm during a traffic stop, according to Ryan Walsh, officers spotted a vehicle on Hall of Fame Avenue on Tuesday with a damaged taillight. It was also discovered the vehicle was not registered and uninsured. Had this man had gone to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge, day one, get your motor vehicle affairs in order mm-hmm. before you start trafficking drugs or guns or any other kind of... It would seem so obvious. Police conducted a traffic stop to and determined the vehicle needed to be towed. During an inventory check on the vehicle, officers found a fanny pack. Oh, you got a fanny pack to carry your gun? <laughs> the driver, 24-year-old Derek Gomez of East Hartford, was arrested with his fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> Gomez has been charged with uh, carrying a firearm without a license, carrying a loaded firearm without a license, uninsured motor vehicle, operating a motor vehicle with a suspended ration, registration, motor vehicle lights violation, and carrying a fanny pack. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He's got a gun in his fanny pack, but he couldn't fit any of the registration information inside the fanny pack. They would have kept him out of, the, out of jail. The guns take up so much room. In I know. Thing. You can't fit in it. You couldn't fit in like another piece of paper in there. You ever see a bag that you try to stuff with a bunch of st- and you want one more item in there and you can't do it because you oh, know I the know. zipper's going to break? I know. In, in his defense, if you're going to wear a fanny pack, the only way to do it is well armed. You better be. You better be <laughs> in Massachusetts. Look at you and your fanny pack, you loser. Uh, you know. Hey, West Springfield is back to their not telling you where the suspects were again. Okay, good. Uh, the West Springfield Police Department is seeking the public's help in identifying a man for a theft that occurred at a local business. <laughs> Could you be more specific, please? Well, uh, perhaps uh, it's a business that uh, shows this man uh, with clothing behind him uh, that uh, kind of looks like a Coles, but maybe it's not. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Boy. Uh, hmm. You know who we could call, Steve? Who? Detective Katie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was totally hoping that you would reach out to me this morning. Oh, my God. It's like Cosma. It's not really Cosma. So, like, this guy, he's really large, and, like, even our big and tall stuff wouldn't even fit him, so I don't even know what he was stealing. So, like, I'm going to tell you, but not, like, everything. You know what I mean? Because I can't. Because I told her I wouldn't, but I would. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like Coles, but it's not. But anyways, he had clothes, and he was running and stuff, so we have him on, on camera. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. <laughs> Did you hear that Lieutenant Lucinda is pregnant again? Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah, totally. Legit? Like, yeah, like legit. Like nobody knows who the father is. No cap? Yeah. no cap? No <laughs> cap? No cap. Like she's like Bat. one. She's Bat. She's one step away from going on a, like a daytime talk show. Like that's how <laughs> dramatic her life is. Girls. <laughs> you, you know. Lucinda is a hooah. Yeah. Oh my god! Like she slept with almost every guy on the force. It's like crazy. She wanted that guy to tape her mouth shut while she was spitting in his face. 
One day, I was working at the cup store, and she walked in, and then walked out, and half of everything was missing. Legit. Legit. <laughs> totally legit. <laughs> you know how much Kohl's cash this guy got away with? It's like a whole bag full of Kohl's cash. The unfortunate thing is we can't catch him for two weeks from now because that's when it goes into effect. <laughs> How come you can never use it at your actual visit that you're getting the Kohl's cash from? I never understood that. They put a dye pack in that doesn't go off for two weeks? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 we know now. Yeah. We know that you were at the Kohl's. It's filled with uh, it's filled with uh, hand cream from Sephora. <laughs> the, uh, the suspect was driving an older model Toyota Camry with an unknown or out-of-state license plate. If uh, anyone has any information on the suspect, uh, contact Detective Katie. <laughs> Actually, it's Detective Zadin. Oh, it's not? Yeah, it's not Detective Katie this time. Zadin. Maybe they took Detective Katie off the case. <sighs> I hope Detective Katie got promoted to Chief Katie. Well, she could have. <laughs> she actually There's could've. been a lot of crazy going on here. <laughs> Just want to see. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you want to talk about the Greenfield thing, or uh, do you want to not talk about that? It's up to you. Oh, I wouldn't. Well, it's 742. Well, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Time. Okay. Well, 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 why? Should we do it or not? All right, whatever. whatever. Controversy between Greenfield City Council and the police department has been brewing for some time, and the actions of the former mayor and the city's two top cops has added fuel to the fire ahead of a meeting with the city council members on Wednesday. Uh, all I can think of is this is straight-up cronyism and corruption. It should follow our process so the public knows what's going on, said Greenfield City Council President John Bottomley. Bottomley! <laughs> and Wedge got Wedge got Bottomley isn't pleased with the actions uh, taken by former Greenfield Mayor Roxanne Wedgegartner. 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 <laughs> In the weeks leading up to her leaving office, Western Mass News spoke with Bottomley ahead of uh, Wednesday night's city council meeting. He said that the former mayor, along with the Greenfield Police Chief and Deputy Chief, met behind closed doors and signed a memorandum or agreement that would increase the salary of the city's top cops by 25%. Now, if you remember, uh, she was defeated in the mayoral race for like 73 to 27 percent so this is a this sounds like a nice f you on your way out the door going you know what i'm gonna give these two cops raises right up right before i leave here right before yeah. my last day in office yeah. well wouldn't you wouldn't you want to do something spectacular on your last day i mean it's kind of it's kind of a fun idea on your way out the job be like you know what i mean do you ever see that uh, what's that movie where he's like you suck, you suck, you suck, you're cool, and then he just goes, yeah, what I'm movie out. Was that? Oh, I'm trying to remember what you know that talking was. About? Well, I remember, uh, it reminds me of the Christmas vacation where he's trying to kiss my ass, kiss my ass, kiss yeah. my ass, uh, kiss his ass, you know, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. as he's walking by. <laughs> On your way out, that's kind of a funny way to go. Yeah, I don't know, I, now that movie's going to be bugging me now, who said that? Yeah, yeah. It's somebody a, somebody will, will call It's him. a fast food scene, someone will have it. Uh, anyway, according to Bottomley, the signed document was turned in on election day. He said it was left on the desk of the current mayor for her to discover on January 2nd when she took office. Bottomley said this isn't how they do things up here in Greenfield, and that's not how government is supposed to work. So now they're going to have to go through this whole process again with the city council. But, hey, she says screwed the pooch on her way out the door. <laughs> Roxanne. That's <laughs> <laughs> Wedge got it. Wedge got it. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. I'm oh, half baked. Are you? Half baked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Half baked. 
Uh, 29 for a high today, 27 for a high tomorrow. It's 15 in downtown Springfield. The phone is ringing off the hook trying to tell us what that movie is, <laughs> even though you just said it. It's uh, And that's the news on Rock 102. Caution. What you are about to hear may be too graphic for those with limited amounts. That's Rock at 751 and Boston with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, cloudy today with a high of 29. Cloudy tomorrow with a high of 27. It's 15 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, the last couple of days I've been giving you a chance to win an Amazon Echo Pop. That is the upgrade from the Echo Dot. You go from a dot to a pop and all of a sudden you're the most popular person in your neighborhood. Yeah. Here's what you got to do. I'm going to mention today's code word. You want to put that code word into Rock 102 before noon today. When you do it, you could win a chance to win uh, the Amazon Echo Pop brought to you by uh, Yingling Flight. Today's code word, Steve, Marty, is the word play. The word is play. Good luck to you from Rock 102. Play, okay. Play. That'll be worth the Echo Pop. Uh, You ever see a middle-aged man with an impressive set of boobs? I mean, other yeah. than my own? Uh, yeah, I've, right. uh, I've seen it. <laughs> Here's some bad news. Those man boobs might kill you someday. Mm. Uh, a study out of the University of Copenhagen found that uh, men with man boobs or moobs are, I always liked mitts, but that was that's me. <laughs> yeah. Are at a 37% Mesticles higher. Chesticles is what I used to call <laughs> right. it. Are at a, uh, no, chesticles. That's what they are. <laughs> But for a man, it's mesticles. Right. They're a 37% higher risk for early death before the age of 75. The good news is just having them because you're overweight doesn't count. It only applies to men with a condition called gynecomastia. Uh, It's when a hormone imbalance causes enlarged breast tissue. Having big old honkers just because you're chubby is different. Uh, That's called pseudogynecomastia. They say it doesn't come with the same risks, although being overweight isn't that great either. Uh, the bad news is you could have the bad version and not know it. Experts aren't sure, but think it could uh, affect between a third and two-thirds of men on some level. The hormone imbalance can happen at any age, but tends to peak during puberty and again as you get older and testosterone drops. Well, I learned a little bit about this back when I used to lift a lot of weights. Do you know yeah. the guys at the gym that used to cycle steroids? Yeah. They're the ones that were, are really prone to gynecomastia. Because it replaces your testosterone, so mm. then, so then what ends up happening? So the, when they would come off a cycle, this is true. The way to combat the gynecomastia for them is they would drink, and I'm I'm not making this up. Uh, they would drink uh, uh, bodily fluids of a, a pregnant lady that contained um, whatever uh, the hormone est- estrogen. Okay. You're so dark, dude. That's dark. That's really dark. That's it, yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. That's wow. I wasn't even going there. That. <laughs> you don't even have a buddy. You don't even have a buddy. I don't even have a buddy. No, I don't even have a buddy that's into that. Even he's like, that's just too much for me. Do you guys remember the story from a few years ago? There was this. There was this dude and his buddy that made a bet, and uh, the bet was, uh, I'll I'll pay. Yes. I will give you like. $100,000 if you get breast, breast implants. And the guy did it. Yeah. He he, <clears throat> he he found a surgeon who did it. The guy gets the money. And he had, the deal was he had to have them in for at least a year. Well, the year goes by. He's getting so much attention because mm-hmm. he's got this huge set of uh, boobs on him that he, like, at the end of the year, he's like, you know what? Kept them. I kind of like them. <laughs> I'm going to keep them. And yeah. he kept them. So he got like a hundred thousand dollars, 
and a beautiful set of breasts. That's uh, that's a nice heartwarming story. It's a very heartwarming story about two friends uh, just uh, <laughs> looking to do a, like an innocent little side hustle. Do you, do you guys ever do with your friends? Did you ever uh, do bets like dumb bets like that? Like uh, do something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll give you a hundred bucks if you do this or that or whatever. I never really, no, I never really got into that with uh, my group of friends. I would, I would uh, say early on in my youths, uh, like in the college years, there were a couple of bets placed, but it was all alcohol related. Yeah, usually ours were too. Yeah, and and uh, it's one of the reasons I don't really bet anymore because I just uh, I'm not really good at it because I usually <laughs> lost and then had to drink whatever was. Uh, on the line. I was always the idiot that you'd bet and would do whatever the bet was if the money was enough. Yeah. I was that guy. There's still a picture of me at the Hooters in Orlando, Florida, the South Central Hooters on the wall of shame. Yeah. Uh, dressed in a full Hooters girl outfit, waiting tables. You're, you're like the Steve-O of chicken. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, you know who was, you know, was responsible for it actually is the late great Andy Yeek. Uh, oh, from yeah. The Hooky Love fame. We were all down there on a golf trip. Uh, drinking on the golf course we went to hooters after they came around with a merch cart someone said something next thing i knew i was like hey that'd be hilarious to put that on and just start going around to the tables and then just hundred dollar bills started coming out on the table and i was like i can do this right now and pay for my trip so how much did you get out of that whole thing i think it was six hundred dollars good deal that's not a bad deal plus tips i made about 27 dollars in tips have a picture of me with the whole staff. It was great. Wow. Yeah. Only right. two tables tried to fight me. <laughs> Only two? Yeah. Could you imagine their disappointment when they walked to Hooters to try to get a waitress? And then this uh, guy with a big sunburned belly hanging out of his half shirt <laughs> and <just laughs> strided over to the table like, can I get you boys something? <laughs> you can get out of her face. We're going to punch you in the head. That's what I got. Well, you're, you're uh, I don't I can't say that joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I can't do it. It's 7.57 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Your Echo is ready. The Amazon Echo Pop is like the new radio for your home, and you can listen to Rock 102 simply by saying, Alexa, play Rock And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. Yesterday, the Patriots officially introduced Gerard Mayo as the head coach of the New England Patriots. Sure, he might never have been a head coach before. And you might think he's untested and inexperienced. You might even think that compared to Bill Belichick, he's just another guy. And while arguments can be made in all those fronts, let me say this. Arguments like that are garbage. They're intellectually lazy and often proven to be crap. Look, they were saying the same thing about Bill Belichick when he became the head coach of the Cleveland Browns in 1991. He had never been a head coach before. How could he possibly turn out to be good? They also said the same thing about Don Shula when he became the head coach of the Baltimore Colts in 1963. Same thing for the 49ers when they hired Bill Walsh in 1979. His longest-lasting head coaching position before that was when he was the head coach of the football and swim team at Washington High School in Fremont, California back in the 50s. Same thing can be said about Vince Lombardi, Hank Stram, John Madden, Chuck Knoll, all those guys. At some point, they were all head coaches for the very first time, and nearly all of them started off as assistants who worked their way up because somebody said, hey, I think this guy knows what he's doing. Now, I should also point out the fact that every other head coach in the NFL has eventually been fired because, in fact, they didn't know what they were doing, or at least it seemed that way. But you couldn't possibly know that unless you gave the man a chance. Yesterday, Gerard Mayo 
vowed to improve the culture of the Patriots, also said he's not going to try to be Bill Belichick because he's a totally different guy. Personally, I like to see Gerard Mayo act a little bit like Bill Belichick, especially if Super Bowl championships are suddenly available. But again, I'm willing to blindly give Coach Mayo the benefit of the doubt, and I promise I will not say this guy sucks unless I can be provided with enough information and evidence to support that suckage. And until that happens, Gerard Mayo will get my full support, at least for now. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. AJ at the Ludlow Rockies is a power tool expert. He knows what he's doing, and if you need help with power tools, AJ's the person to see at the Ludlow Rockies. Especially good with power tools. Good people like AJ and Rock Solid Service. You'll find that at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Queen with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. How long does that go on for? Uh, it's done, done now. It's, done now? it's okay. officially uh, completed. Cloudy today with a high of 29. It's 14 right now in downtown Springfield. And I want to—I uh, don't want to get everybody all juiced up or anything. But uh, later on this hour, your chance of winning auto parts swap and sell tickets. Shut Ooh. at the, the Big E for this door. weekend. <laughs> I know. I know. People are going to be clamped. They were all—they went bananas over it yesterday. So uh, that's coming up later on this hour. Yeah. It's the, uh, not to be confused with the swap and smell. No, right. totally different event and a totally different <laughs> venue. Different thing. Yeah, uh, but Marty Caproni's here in the studio, and uh, I'm sure he's got something to talk about. Look, uh, I'm not. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to cram this down people's throats. But you know, if you're in Western Mass and you're looking for a great time tonight for an affordable price for uh, twenty dollars in advance, come out to the show. See uh, Mr. Steve Nagel, myself, a few other funny friends. Rodney Norman will be closing out the show. Who? You can look him up online. He's a very, very funny comic. Very funny guy, yeah. Mm. Yep. So we we heck a, we got a heck of a show at the uh, shortstop uh, tonight and in I Westfield. Got, I got a sold-out show on Saturday night. Yeah, look at Westfield you. Westfield, too. Look at you. At the, uh, the Elks Club. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're it's rolling. It's like you're owning that town. You're like the, like the comedy king of Westfield. Oh, I guess so. And then I got another one coming up with uh, uh, Rafi Gonzalez. Uh, coming up in February at the White Line. R- Rafi? Yeah. Yeah, R- Rafi just won. Congratulations to him. He just won the uh, Boston Comedian of the Year, the first annual Boston Comedy Awards. Really? He won Boston Comedian of the Year, which I find hilarious because uh, R- Rafi got his start right here in Western Mass, <laughs> and uh, he is the first Boston Comedian of the Year. <laughs> wow. Well, How about that? Go, yeah. Huh? Wow. yeah, so moving that'll be a good show for you guys. right along. Um, that suggests to me that everybody in Boston was not uh, prepared for that competition. Uh, no, I mean, Rafi's a very, very talented uh, comedian, but uh, I think it's a testimony to the little uh, community that we have here in Western sure. Mass. But you know how provincial you know, Boston comics can oh. be. Like, they're not really interested in having someone from uh, you know, west of Worcester compete in these kinds of things. A, a lot of them uh, not big fans of anyone who comes in from anywhere out of town. Uh, I had a I have a long storied career of uh, resistance from uh, from from some of the Boston comedy scene. Really, not the old guard. Those guys are great. Lenny Clark, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mike Donovan, uh, um, all those guys are fabulous. But uh, some of the newer the newer clique of uh, Boston comedians, mm-hmm. not the biggest. They're not the biggest fans. You know, yeah, that's it, but that ruins it. I think that that's that's so unnecessary. If you got a guy from Massachusetts who's funny, right. goes up, does his time, and crushes, 
then you know what? You got you show the guy some respect because he, he owned the room for a period of time in Boston. Not the easiest thing to do. I had uh, there was a Boston comedians group and they didn't like something I said. It was during the whole Louis C.K. stuff, and uh, they said we kick him out of this group. He's not a Boston comedian. Does he even do comedy? And then there are people like. Look, we hate the guy, but we're going to be honest. He does a lot of comedy, and he does some in Boston. I just posted the ticket link. I was like, I'll be at Nick's next weekend if you guys want to get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But Rafi, um, he he won. That's the big award of the night. That's like winning the uh, Oscar for Best uh, for yeah. best Actor. Uh, he won that. So that's good that you're going to be on that uh, that show with him at White Lion. That's good. Yeah, maybe uh, you should come down. To the uh, White Lion show? Yeah. Yeah, if I'm around, I'll pop in yeah, and uh, be fun. Yeah. do a set. I'll be wearing a tux then, too. I'm wearing a tux this weekend. <laughs> you, oh, yeah? You're going to wear the tux tonight? Uh, not tonight. Not no, tonight. No, no. Uh, for the big show. Oh, for the I big see. show that I'm doing. Uh, this isn't like elegant attire for the shortstop. It you know, could be. It could be, but it's not. Well, maybe uh, when you uh, headline there, down the road. Yeah, then then you then you then that's that's uh, that's tux night. I am headlining. That's what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, at, at at the short oh, right, at yeah. loft. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess we could do that, right? Yeah, you should tuxedo. You sh- you know what? Those people love you. I think seeing you in a tux would be an added bonus. They should make tuxedo brownies that night when I'm uh, Ooh, for dessert, like a whole tux yeah. theme. Yeah. yeah, like a tux theme. Yeah. You know, I bet your Monica could do that. You know what I was so upset about? So I went and all I everyone kept messaging me like you have to have the hummus, you have to have the hummus. So I was looking forward to having the hummus, but they sold out of the hummus before oh. I got there. I was like, oh. "Ah, not right." Yeah. So so tonight I'm uh, I'm gonna eat some hummus. I think oh, unless yeah. everybody else eats the hummus before you can, and then they're, they're out true. of hummus. I probably shouldn't have said it on the radio because now everyone's gonna go there and order hummus, and then you're not gonna get any because uh, it'll be all gone by the time you get some. That's right. I did the same thing to myself with my fruit fair salad, my chicken salad of fruit fair. I sold myself out of it one day to, uh, talking about it, and then I couldn't get it. Yeah, that fruit fair salad's kind of like that uh, Underwood. In a canned chicken, you <laughs> just everything I love. You, you just you have to crap on it. It just it just has that taste to it. Yeah. It's like uh, this is uh, anywhere from gourmet food to dog. Food. Like right <laughs> right. He, he did it to the two of us at the Rhode Island building too. You and I are eating soggy dogs oh, and we're loving them. Soggy dogs and Dell's lemonade. Gotta oh. get this stuff from Rhode Island. Delicious. I've, I've never seen a person have a Dell's lemonade and go. Eh. It wasn't that good. It was, it was delicious. It was delicious. ice with lemon juice in it. It's no. the same thing as I could do at home. It's got cane sugar. It's got the lemon, Ooh, but it little, also the little the, pieces of lemon the pieces peel. Of lemon oh, peel. So good. The mm. essence. Nah, 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 nah. No thanks. No thank you. Ugh. Keep your Rhode Island stuff to yourself. Oh my God! Yeah. You don't. You know, he's don't. just being contrary for he the does. sake of being contrary. He does. Are he, you sure about that? Yeah, I'm positive. Why didn't I drink that entire Dell's lemonade then? A fat guy like myself would have eaten that whole thing. You were already having that tapeworm issue, and that's where you were yeah. losing weight at the time. Well, but uh, still, I would have uh, shoved that whole thing in my mouth if it was good. Even the chili. I talked about the chili. I love the fire department chili and the West eh. Springfield fire. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. I was like, why do you do this to me? You you have a thing. You you just can't culinarily line up with me on anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't like fire department chili either. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like 
because I'll not like it. You can't just. Well, we still haven't done barbecue, gentlemen. We have a growing list of things that we need to do next week. Yeah, because the weather has been crappy this week. Next week we have to call Stan at the Loop Zoo and go do the Loop Zoo thing. We got all these. Th- look at these. And then we have us up Fle- for all this stuff. We have, we have Fletcher's barbecue. We were supposed to do lunch at the Fletcher's. Yeah, we could do that. To try that out. Yeah. Actually, didn't somebody reach out to us last night and said uh, they'd love to yeah. have us over there for lunch? Yeah. For oh, Fletcher's. But I don't think they're even open for lunch. Like, they would have us there for just for the sake of having us there. See, and then we get the whole restaurant to ourselves. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe we could combine it with the Lupa Zoo, have them bring a couple monkeys over there. You can't You can't have uh, a petting zoo <laughs> in, a in Longmeadow. Yeah. They won't allow it. That's true. You can't well, pet any animal in Longmeadow. I was looking back at my Facebook memories. We did, in fact, eat lunch at, at SeaWorld, and they had seafood on the menu, which I thought was a little strange. That is strange. Yeah. You ate lunch at SeaWorld? Yeah. Yeah, the, and ordered the seafood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, went in Rome. Oh, <laughs> God. What are you, you, about? you tell me I'm dark. Jeez. <laughs> well, it was, it was, you know, you're sitting, Two shampoo under, burgers. You're sitting under, <laughs> under that underwater restaurant and you're watching the fish go by and you're holding up a shrimp on your fork going, yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Sautéed <laughs> lemon sauce. That's what you uh, look good. You look good. That's the other thing I want to do. We don't reach down there, but I, I want to go to Mystic and, like, you know, they have the sea lions and stuff. Like, I want to, like, hang out with the sea lions. You want to swim with them? Or I wouldn't mind that. You I don't, swim I don't with think them? they let you swim with them. They wouldn't? They wouldn't throw me in with the belugas? I don't, I don't, no. I think the belugas would probably beat you senseless. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I kind of look like an otter eating that fruit fair chicken salad off my chest, <laughs> so. Uh... I do a good dolphin, like, like. Ooh, look at look wow. at that. Yeah. Yeah. Michael that? Winslow of yeah. uh, wow. Western Massachusetts yeah. over here. If there's here, a dolphin living, yeah. if there's I a like dolphin that. listening and, right now, and here you and I were about two hours ago saying that Marty had no talent. Yeah, I, I said that's unbelievable. Uh, thank you. I said, oh, <laughs> thank you. I said, you know what? I'd I'd love to keep him on the show only if he does sound effects. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. That's the reason yeah. why we had you here in the first place. That's perfect. Right. Well, you know. Uh, we can go. We can go to the you aquarium. Know, there's no reason we couldn't do a couple of field trips together. Why don't we do that? Yeah, it's so fun. Our Big E one was super fun. Yeah, that was the, fun. The Big E one was fun. I mean, it was worth the indige- the indigestion. The uh... hey, listen, I'm willing to do whatever the company wants to pay for. So if we can go <laughs> and do that, then uh, I'm ha- I'll be happy. with Yeah. That. Well, we should do. This is what we should do. We should do a. Uh, you know, what we should do. We should do a Mystic field trip. Mm-hmm. And then we should do Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. No, no, no. Hell's Kitchen. We should do the Mystic trip, and then we hit uh, the only good thing that come out of Rhode Island is that buffet for a hundred and ten bucks. The Nordic purse. Lodge. The Nordic Lodge. Yeah. I have never been there. Oh, you are missing out, man! It's one hundred and thirty bucks for an all-you-can-eat yeah. buffet. One hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah. That's a lot. And you only to got eat. two hours. Why don't, you, why don't we not do that and go to like a really good restaurant that's what I said. like, like no, Matuda no, Oyster no, no, House no, no, or something? No. You want to stuff your face with as many lobsters as you possibly can. <laughs> it's an all-you-can-eat lobster buffet, and they have other things too, like prime rib and filet mignon and delicious desserts. I see. I would rather go to like Gordon Ramsay's uh, the Hell's Kitchen there. I think that would be fun. They also have an ambulance parked outside just in case it doesn't make it. I'm going to need a couple of defibrillators too yeah. while I'm out there. That must be one of those things that you have to have in that restaurant. The defibrillator on the uh, on the wall. Is there a time limit? Like you have to like. Uh, Is it like, really a two-hour time limit? It's too, well, for, I went there back in 2007, so it was quite some time ago. Yeah, but there was it was eighty dollars then. Yeah, 
and it was a two hour. You only had two hours to eat it to sit there and eat because they didn't want you overstuffing yourself with all of the delicious. It's gourmet. It's not like an old country buffet. It's actual like you know good food uh, being cooked up. I've so, never eaten at an old country buffet. Oh, you missed yeah, out. Yeah, well, great. really? I'll tell you what. If you if you love good old slop houses, that is the place to go. Well, here's a good question for the listeners. Yeah. What's a good buffet in Western Mass, albeit not the buffet tonight at the Shortstop Bar and Grill for the Loft Comedy Club show? It's only $20. A good buffet. What's yeah. a good buffet? Well, I mean, you can always get a good buffet at the uh, Delaney House for the brunch on Sundays and all that Ooh, stuff. Ooh, that used they? to be good. Yeah. The uh, breakfast buffet at the Steaming Tender's not a bad deal. Ooh, they have a breakfast buffet there? Yeah, on Sundays, yeah. Uh, Actually, what were we talking about yesterday? Oh, the uh, the uh, Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. That's the it? place we wanted to go. Matter of fact, Eddie, Oh, I've never been, but Eddie, I want to go to Brazilian Steakhouse. Eddie Diesel Steakhouse. chimed in on that, says he loves that place. Where's, it's, it's right on Boston. It's the old- uh, Casa de Nana. Casa de Nana. It's now, really? It's uh, Banana Brazil or Brazil Bananas or something like that. Yeah. All right. I, I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't well, go today, but I mean, uh, we have to make a well, we have the, to make a date. Well, Stan from Lupus said we have to pick a day where it's a, a a nice day out, where the weather's good. Next week, I think the weather will be better. This is ridiculous. This is it's, too cold out here. It's too. I couldn't get my car door open this morning. We'll to, be to cu- come in cutting over cutting open one of those alpacas like in Star Wars, and getting inside <laughs> oh, God, of it to keep dead. ourselves warm. <laughs> That's dark. Yeah, well, hey, you know, you do what you got to <laughs> do to survive. <laughs> it's eight twenty-two with Bax and Nag on Rock One Hundred Two. This Justin Bourbon Barbecue and Blues is sold out, and a big thank you to all for details. Eight thirty-three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a five thousand dollars sign-on bonus right now. Learn more slash family is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One firefighter was injured and several people are without a place to live following a fire at a multifamily home in Turner's Falls late last night. Turner's Falls Captain Mike Curry said they were called to a home on H Street. When firefighters got there, they found heavy smoke and fire showing from the multifamily home. All eight residents were able to make it out safely. Uh, several local fire departments were called in to help with crews from Greenfield, Montague Center, Irving, South Deerfield, Burnington, and Northfield providing help at the scene. An AMR ambulance was also at the scene. Firefighters from Gill and Brattleboro, Vermont were called in to help cover the Turner's Falls station. Curry said one, so that's like eight people that showed up to the fire. <laughs> yes. Curry said one firefighter suffered minor injuries and was taken to the hospital for treatment. Uh, that firefighter has since been released. So the American Red Cross is helping the families uh, affected by that fire. A Springfield man wanted for drug trafficking was found inside of a home on Tuesday morning. morning. According to the Springfield police spokesman Ryan Walsh, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's version heard from this guy who's dating this girl that uh, 24-year-old Josiah Cheeseborough of Springfield had an active felony warrant. I guess it's pretty serious. Uh, out for his arrest out of Franklin Superior Court for drug trafficking, members of the Springfield Police, State Police, Hamden County Sheriff's Department, and U.S. Marshals entered a home on Seymour Avenue Tuesday at 7.35 a.m. to locate Cheeseborough. While inside, officers... Lo- Doesn't it sound weird to say that? Cheeseboro. Like Cheeseboro? Yeah. Oh, Cheeseboro. There you are. <laughs> Mmm, you're looking medium rare today, aren't you? Uh, while inside, officers found a loaded AR-style AR pistol in the bedroom closet. Cheeseboro was later located in the basement and detained. Can you imagine that, being caught in your own basement? Mm. And you're hiding out. Saddam Hussein style. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to work for you. Yeah. I think they find you. 
Yeah, especially if they're all in the house. The call is coming from the house. Anyway, they had the search warrant there for the illegal firearm that was loaded with 22 rounds of ammunition as well as other ammunition around uh, found in the home. He was charged with uh, multiple charges, including cocaine trafficking, 200 grams or more, and possession without ammunition without an FID card. But what was the one you said he was fighting? The special sauce? But the the two old beef, the two old beef <laughs> patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame yeah, seed yeah, bun. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the one he's fighting. And then uh, going into the cell with five guy, five other guys, four <laughs> other guys, yeah, with That's, five guys. It's enough, it's enough to make you grimace. Oh, look at you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. 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 Maybe you'll get pardoned by Mary McCheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like that 20 bucks is worth it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank God there's other guys on the bill. Uh, the issue of crumbling foundations came to the public's attention when homeowners in Connecticut. Uh, homeowner says, what? What? <laughs> You got me. In uh, Connecticut, began reporting that the foundations on their homes were crumbling and could not be repaired. Further investigations found that the concrete contained pyrite. I believe Don Mar. <laughs> Come on, did that uh, a mineral that causes concrete to crack and crumble when it's exposed to oxygen and water. Since those early days, tens of thousands of homes in Connecticut that were built between 1983 and 2000 are suffering from this problem. Repairs can cost into the hundreds of thousands of dollars if it's not, and it's not covered by insurance. As a result, the Connecticut legislature passed a bill that created a fund to help uh, people pay to get their foundations fixed. Uh, currently, Massachusetts is considering doing similar legislation for homeowners in our state who are in the same dilemma. The 22 News I team found out what's included in the Connecticut law to help homeowners and what efforts are being made in the Massachusetts legislature to help uh, residents pay for repairs. I had a friend who this happened to in Connecticut. Yeah. She actually got, she had to go on the, this was years ago, had to go on the website for the Connecticut, uh, you know, state thing. And she was one of the first people to sign up for this thing. It cost $300,000 to lift her entire home up, redo the foundation, and then put everything back down to where it belongs. You know what? You know what really bothers me about this? I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist about this, but, but why is it the state's, I understand these people need help, right? But why is it the state's problem? Why is nobody suing the concrete companies? Well, well a lot concrete, of these con- concrete companies the are n- out, of business. out of business. Oh, There's, they are. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't recoup that loss. And, and to me, the shame about this is is that the insurance companies are refusing to cover this. If you pay for a policy, yeah, you, you it should, should be your house from top to bottom, inside and out. If you've yeah. got to make a claim, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're not, you know, they're not covering this kind of uh, a thing, to me, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, it's you know what it reminds you of in Massachusetts. I you know I used to sell real estate. I don't know if you guys knew that, but uh, I, I sold real estate for quite quite some time over over a dozen years. And, Were you a million dollar seller? Uh, yeah, actually I was. Oh, look at that! It was like I would have been rookie of the year if I had done all. The, they give you all these uh, things that you have to do. You have to go to like uh, events for the board of real. I didn't want. It. I just wanted to you know sell houses and make money and. Oh, look at that! But. Um, long story short, uh, they used to think UFFI insulation. Do you ever hear of that? No. Uh, wait, which one is that one? It's uh, urethra uh, formaldehyde, something, something yeah, insulation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was popular like for like six years in the 70s to early 80s. So you used to have to, when you'd sell a house, there was a, dis- a disclosure that the people would have to sign because – if you got into the house and it had that, then it had to come out and they would have to gut out the house and everything else. And I think that part of that 
process was because the insurance companies weren't covering that. You know, and that's really what it comes down to is the insurance companies. Right. If you're uh, selling insurance, you should have to cover all of those things. Sure. That is obviously beyond the control of the homeowner. You, it's right. not like the homeowner went out, started taking a sledgehammer, and started breaking bricks and go, hey, my foundation's falling apart. But you know what? I'm, I'm also surprised about that the banks aren't forcing the the insurance companies to take care of this. You're talking about the structural integrity of the entire of the house. Home. Yeah. You know, if if you have to leave that house because it's uninhabitable, the banks don't care. Then it's, well, it's, no, it's the it becomes, bank's problem. It's the bank's problem. It's the bank's property at that point. If you default and yeah. uh, if you have to yeah. foreclose on that house it's the because bank. you can't live there, right, then it's the ha- bank's then it's the bank's property. They have to figure out how to take care of that before they could sell it again. Right. And and look how well that works out for the the homes in Springfield that are abandoned and under bank control. Yeah, but you're and talking just sitting there and rotting away. But, sure, but you can you can still rehab a house. You can't rehab a house if the foundation's crumbling right that's the big difference that's why it's the foundation that's that's the big difference so i mean why the banks are not screaming about this i don't really understand i mean i really that that nobody wants to pay for this and everybody wants to say oh no that's not our problem but it is if policies have been written against that house and now it's structurally unsound and i you know not i'm not politicizing this at all but um one of the, I thought, wisest things that uh, Donald Trump, the real estate guy, had said years and years ago in one of his books was, if you owe the bank $200,000 and you can't pay it, you have a problem. But if you owe the bank $200 million and can't pay it, the bank has a problem. And it's almost the same idea. If if you have 500 houses where their foundation's crumbling at $300,000, mm-hmm. That's not the homeowner's problem to what Bax is saying. That's the bank's problem. That's half their portfolio for some of these small banks. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, it's it's a mess. And I feel bad for anyone who's, uh, you know, living in this kind of situation. Because right. it's like, I'd be panicked. There there was one over near me in Chicopee where, you know, when they build a development, they, they pull up all the roots and all the trees and everything. And there was one house that they... They buried all those tree um, stumps and everything, yeah. and then they put a foundation there yeah. or whatever. And then over the years, those tree stumps decay in the ground. So then the foundation was dropping out of the house. The people had the house. The, everything started going crooked and everything else. So that happened in Mine Hill, New Jersey. Okay. Think of the name, Mine Hill. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. All, it was a trash mine, and what they used to do was put all the like refrigerators and anything they would just right. bury – and then somebody goes, "Hey, we should build a whole, uh, we should build a whole development on top of this." And they did. And then all of a sudden, the floor started collapsing right. through. And then they had to raise the yeah. entire but to neighborhood. The, but to the point, if you're the local bank of town and it's just one of those houses yeah. and it's going that way, it, to Dax's point too, then the homeowners have a big problem. But yeah. if it's the whole neighborhood yeah. and that's and you have all the mortgages on those, now you have a problem as the bank. Yeah. And the insurance company, that's what you pay your money for. Yeah, I mean, a, a, like a house flipper can take a, a house that's uh, you know beaten down and neglected and turn it around and sell it, and th- and that's right. that's fine. But if a house flipper buys a house that is about to crumble because the foundation is rotting away, right. then no one makes any money off of that at all yep. and can't. No, under any circumstances, I'd like to until know you how... pu- until you pour a new foundation, and I th- that's got to be so involved. To lift the house, I'm telling then you, you got to hold so the house this, up this, there. Uh, this woman I knew, or I still know, she was out of her house for like over, I think it was six or eight months. 
had to go live, and they don't pay you to live somewhere. You else. still got to pay your mortgage on your house, right? Right. And and that money just goes to the repair of the hmm. of the foundation. You don't get extra money to go buy yourself a. You know, people living in like a Hampton Inn or something, or one of those embassy suites for uh, uh, six months. She had to find a place to live that wasn't very comfortable, but it was the only thing you could do. You know. Yeah, you think about that too. That not only do they have to take out the foundation, the sewer connections, the electrical connections, that all that that's stuff. Everything. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't that's even, a nightmare. I because when she had first told me about it, I'm like, oh, they just jack it up, and because I've seen people jack up houses before. Yeah, but yeah. That's what the stuff's still connected for. In this instance, right. Because it's the foundation. You have to redo. You have to do the whole thing. You have to. Yeah, they probably have to pick the. They probably have to pick the house up and move it over. You know, like um, you remember when they moved the armory there where Roar is at MGM. Yeah. yeah. They had to move it like two blocks or whatever. They that cost millions of dollars. They had to pick that whole building up, put it on um, these rollers, yeah. and then like slowly roll. They probably have to pick the house up, put it separately somewhere else. And here I was thinking that Dom Sarna was the one that picked it up. Yeah, I put it right he, in his back. I thought, probably probably over. I thought, I thought, he, I thought he put it on a hand truck and said, "Oh, let me just get this over here." I used, <laughs> to, ru- I used to run this place. Yeah. You guys can't do this. I'll do it myself. Speaking of Dom Dom, an unidentified suspect wielding a knife vandalized Mayor <laughs> Dom Dom's vehicle parked at City Hall by slashing all four tires. According to the mayor's office, the incident occurred around 2 p.m. yesterday. The suspect, still at large and reportedly armed with a large knife, poses a serious threat to public safety. Mayor Dom Dom expressed deep concern for residents, emphasizing the severity of the act with the deadly weapon. Authorities advised the public not to approach the suspect and to immediately contact the Springfield police if the individual is recognized, and they are actively investigating the matter. The matter. 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 Oh, matter. So somebody slashed his tires, huh? You gotta have a real set of brass oh. ones to invest with the mayor's car yeah. oh. in the parking lot oh. at City Hall. Oh, he ain't letting that one go either. And you're you know. on camera. How do you yeah. not know that you're on, you're not on? How would you not know that you're on camera? I don't know. We've all seen the downtown cameras. These are exceptionally well focused cameras. Yep. And this guy's just walking around like no big deal. Uh, but it looks like somebody who. What I was saying earlier was. If you're going to be a vandal, wouldn't you vandalize all the cars? So it almost seems no, like this is targeted. Well, it's clearly targeted, and yeah. it's probably the reason they want to do that is to send a message that they're not mm-hmm. happy. We're not happy. Well, you know what? Uh, why did you do this? I don't know. Somebody offered me ten dollars and a fish sandwich. Go slash that guy's car. Sell <laughs> <laughs> these tires, and uh, I still, I'm still fish sandwichless. No, no, no. Truth to the rumor, they found a bunch of fish fillet wrappers all around yeah, the, the yeah, wheels. Yeah. Is it ten dollars worth of fish sandwiches, or just a fish sandwich? Where's my $10? fish sandwich? We don't do that here. Yeah, we, we don't, still don't do that here. We still don't. Your Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today going to be uh, cloudy with a high of 29. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 27. It is 15 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. You say you wish my kisses. Blah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Pad Benatar with Bax and Nagel and Marty on Rock 102. Cloudy today with a high of 29. Cloudy tomorrow with a high of 27. It's 15 right now in downtown Springfield. Marty, if I happen to have $20 in my pocket, burning a hole right there in, my, in these uh, tight pants of mine, which are <laughs> hugging all my sensuous curves, what would you think I should do with that 20 bucks you, on a night like tonight? You know, I'm happy you asked, Bax, because I haven't really brought it up yet. But uh, <laughs> tonight... Uh, 
7 7 p.m. doors, but you can show up earlier. They have a great bar and a restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Go in and hang out, get yourself a drink or whatever. Tonight, 7 p.m. doors. Uh, short stop in Westfield. Short stop uh, bar and grill in Westfield. Uh, Loft Comedy Club, our new little home there. Um, it's a great room in the back, dedicated room that we have uh, for comedy, which is awesome. Uh, you can come up there for 20 bucks in advance or 25 at the door. Get yourself a really nice uh, buffet dinner. It's some type of pasta dish with grilled chicken. Nabil was talking about it to me yesterday. It sounded delicious. Um, and you get the show all for that. So it's a cheap night out. It really is. And if you're any of these people listening in Chickabee that always came, I had a whole bunch of them come last week because they were like, well, it's so sad. We c-. You'd think that we were moving this whole thing yeah, it's, to Dubai. It's t- 12 miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sure enough, the people I convinced to go were like, you know what? The ride really wasn't that bad. It was pretty great. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. You know, so um, and for those of you listening that live in Aguam, Southwick, uh, uh, Granby, Connecticut, you know, yeah. now you're like, well, we can go. You could have gone before. But yes, now it's more convenient for you to go. Yeah, you, know, you Chicopee people uh, need to realize how convenient that Massachusetts Turnpike is, especially it, if you're heading west. It really is so convenient. <laughs> I don't even go the Turnpike way. I usually just go right. Th- I cut right through um, Route 20. Yeah. And it's right over the West Springfield line. It's like a mile from West Springfield. So it's 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 convenient to get to. It's going to be a great night. Uh, and if you live in Westfield or in the surrounding area there, West Side, any of that, uh, you, you got something to do. So get out and support it. And, and we could use you. We'd, we'd love to have you. Guarantee you'll have a great night out. Why don't you call it funnies and food? You know, Steve, I don't know if marketing's really in your Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the loft is a is a great idea if you're actually in a loft, but you know, maybe uh, maybe a new uh, bright shiny new nickname would be a great like uh, I don't know, Hams the, for Hams. Yeah, we have ham night. The like the Lindbergh baby laugh lounge yeah, or uh, you know, something like that. Well, I don't know if I'm going to take you guys' marketing tips at this ch- point, but don't take it personal. I think we're going to stay with Loft for the time being. Okay. And well, then we'll be see. Be that way. We'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see. All right. How- All right. We'll we're just- here we are just trying to help you. <laughs> yeah. Trying to give you good advice. <laughs> Do you know what happened back in the day on January 18th? <laughs> no. Tell us. Well, uh, 76 years ago, Gandhi broke his 121-hour fast after a halting Muslim Hindu riot. <laughs> Did that really happen? 72 years ago, Curly from the Three Stooges died of a stroke at the age of 48. What's your best stroke story? 49 years ago, the Jeffersons debuted on CBS. No Can you kidding. imagine that 50 years, almost 50 years ago? Really? The you know Jeffersons debuted. You know, what's, you know what's messed up about it? What? Is I actually remember what it debuted. You remember the debut? I remember That's when the yeah. Jeffersons yeah. were still the next door neighbors to the bunkers. That's funny. That's uh, right. It was first a spinoff. It, yeah, it's a, spin, a spinoff. It lasted 11 seasons until 1985, hunky. <laughs> it was a great show, though. Uh, the theme song was sung by Janet Dubois, who played uh, Wilona Woods yeah, on Good, on Good Times. Times. Yeah. I used and to I believe l- they named the building after her up at the, the library up at UMass. What's that? It's a different Dubois. I think it's a different Dubois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to watch Good Times because those were in reruns. They used to be on when I come home from school, like in middle school era. Yeah, yeah. another see, great show. See, these this, this is what uh, was so disturbing is I remember all these shows in their first run. So I remember All in the Family. I remember laughing. 
when it was new. Sanford and Son. I, Sanford and Son. Yeah. I remember all those shows, and you know, and and like there were so many spinoffs that came yeah. out of out of uh, All in the Family. What's your all-time favorite TV sitcom? Oh boy, that's a uh, that's really tough because there's a, there's a couple that I love. Right, what, what about decade by decade? The seventies. What was your favorite show out of the seventies? Favorite sitcom mm-hmm. out of the seventies? Um, mine was What's Happening. I love that show. What's Happening was a, yeah. was a good one. I think All in the Family would probably be my favorite. What was what? yours? What's Happening, what's happening? in the seventies? But what's yeah. your all time? Uh, I like Seinfeld. I mean, I'm You're not going to lie about yeah. that one. Yeah. I'm a Cheers guy. Cheers, Cheers was good. Yeah, Cheers was a good show. You know what show doesn't get enough love and it mm. should? Soap. I never never watched it. Never watched it. Phenomenal. Absolutely hilarious. Billy Crystal was in it. Uh, you know, Catherine Hellman was in it. That Great was like, show. It was like a... It was like a like a parody of soap operas, right, or something like that, or not? Kinda. It was like uh, you know, two families, and everybody in the family was absolutely bananas, and it was hysterical. And no one ever brings that up as being one of the great shows. And I'll steamroll your conversation by saying, thirty-four years ago, <laughs> Marion Barry was arrested in a drug enforcement sting after he was videotaped smoking crack. What's your best crack story? Well, uh, crack don't smoke itself. Remember that? Wasn't that a Dave Chappelle thing? <laughs> You know what was hard about that was uh, my mother's maiden name was Barry and her first name was Marion. Your mom was Marion Barry? My mom was Marion Barry. Was she smoking crack? No, no. A, a very sweet lady, a saint walking the earth. Couldn't be farther removed from the crackhead Marion Barry. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I, she, ever, she ever run for public office in, the, did, in Washington, D.C. area? I did the Ancestry.com the other day, <laughs> yeah. and no. no. And 28 years ago, Lisa Marie Presley filed for divorce from Michael Jackson after 20 months of a strange marriage. Shocked that that didn't work out, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah, See, yeah. all these things in history. All these, yeah. Well, anyway, have- let me uh, let me uh, turn oh, yeah, the tables here and, yeah. uh, and put some smiles on a, on a couple of faces. The uh, auto parts swap and sells coming to the Eastern States Expo oh, this weekend. God, yes, thank I God. know everyone's talking oh, about finally it. here. Yeah. Is, are you sense? Uh, listen carefully, because I'm sensing a lot of electricity in the air right now. <laughs> I happen to have a fourth, uh, a four pack of tickets to the auto parts swap and sell at the Big E. They can be yours if you're the tenth caller at two nine three one zero two one. Good luck to you. Yeah, that uh, that tenth caller gets you a one-way ticket to the Fun Express. It's fun. Swap and sell. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Bring your parts. Might come That's out with something right. nice. There you go. I need a new wing for my Buick Lucerne. Ooh, you'll Ooh, find yeah. it there. Buick well, Lucerne. I'm yeah. sure. Look at you. Roll out yeah. the red carpet hey, from Mr. Wow. Caproni. What, what, a, what a cherry vehicle that yeah. sounds like. I want to brag about my success, yeah. guys. <laughs> Throw it in your face. It's 859 <laughs> Rock 102. Listen for Snow Country Ski Reports Monday through Friday at 9.45 a.m. and 6.15.